We're good. That's what happens when you refresh. Everything closes. I found out. Yeah, it works. Uh, we're not. We want me to start over, or fuck it. You want to just start over? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've only got two lines in. We might yeah. As well. All right. Three, two, one. Cheese. Killers, welcome all you kings and scream queens. This is the Kings of Kill podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Zach. I'm Steven. And together we are the Kings of Kill, bringing you the show dedicated to the love of all things horror. And this week we've got another rated R request from our killer fans. Steven, be so kind and announce to the world what we're talking about today. I'm going to be a little kind with 1985's Return of the Living Dead. Almost. So close. You did good. You, yeah, I almost did it. The return of the living dead. Thank you all for your request, folks. If you want to make a request, easy. Head on over to kingsofkill.com. Do a little shopping. Make a request. Help support the show. We appreciate you. And if you're not following us on social media, the fuck is wrong with you? Everything. Everything, according to the cock champ himself. <laughs> kingsofkill.com. Links to the website. Check it out today. We appreciate it. Now, let's share some scares and let's count some kills. Steve. Hey. How you doing, bud? I'm all right. Um, I'm tired as hell, but um, yeah, I'm here. I'm alive. Unlike a lot of the fucks in the movie. Wow. Wow. Hurtful. It's like a Hurtful. punk breakfast club. That's I have the same description because like it's, it's like it's like a hangover iconic... brunch club. Yes, Breakfast Club was like the iconic positive movie of the eighties. It was fun. It was quirky. What is that? What are you drinking now? White Claw, Ruby Grapefruit. I think in order to drink a White Claw as a man, you need like a polo to be popped or something. Maybe oh, I, I took off cap. like I was wearing three of them, so I had three different colors on. That, that makes sense. All different colors. I was intimidating as fuck. <laughs> as fuck, People were bro. moving away. They were just getting out of my way when I was walking along the sidewalk, strutting my shit. Folks, if you like White Claw, join the <laughs> KOK frat today. Steven. KOK frat. <laughs> you win. <laughs> uh, the Return of the Living Dead, I am so excited about this. Uh, so... It's no surprise. Romero's Night of the Living Dead is like the godfather of zombie movies. It opened the gateway, the floodgates for undead terror, right? It's fair to say that. Yeah, it makes sense. This is not a sequel to that movie. <laughs> no. What happened was uh, Romero's partner, because uh, Night of the Living Dead, I think, was his first 
film, and it was an indie film. It was all self-funded, self-raised. His partner, John A. Russo, who they collabed to make Not Living Dead, which is absolutely amazing, right? Really serious, really gritty, great storyline. Uh, still to this day, probably one of the best zombie films ever made. It holds up. For like, sure. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, Russo and Romero were arguing about the Living Dead title. It was court over it. And they decided Russo gets living, Romero gets dead. Not joking. That was a lawsuit. Big deal. Over words. Well, who got Don? <laughs> right. So Russo, he got living, and he was trying to, like, hear something. It was like sort of fun, quirky, or not of the living dead. Having trouble scripting it, though. He just couldn't figure out. Couldn't tell the story. So after years and years, he finally got some help. He got some help by uh, uh, Rudy Ritchie himself, uh, Russell Striner, I want to say. He had like four writers on this film. Works for me. And basically, they put it, they put it in the hands, which I'm not sure why it took four writers to come up with this elaborate concept. But they put it in the hands of Dan O'Bannon, his first time director's chair, and it showed. Apparently, the set was nuts. Super chaotic. There wasn't enough money. There wasn't enough props. There wasn't enough makeup. But at the end of the day, they got it and gave us rock and roll, metal, punk, a, an 80s MTV music video of horror. Love this movie. Dude, yes. Have you ever seen the movie Suburbia? Yes. It's this. This is Suburbia and Zombieland. But, um. What? Suburbia and Zombieland? Yeah, suburbia is just full of punks, gutter punks, just living their day in like this fucking abandoned house, and a kid gets ran over at the end and dies, and then there's credits. It's basically just. Whoa, we missed. That's okay. <laughs> that is that is the worst synopsis. That is like that's if you turn the DVD over. Remember, like when I actually had to shop for DVDs, and you would just like look for whatever looks cool, like all the best. Oh yeah, AMAs, right? Blockbuster. The, co the cover mattered. The story. The I don't cover care. mattered, and then you would turn it around. That's how I watched Imagine Universal Soldier. <laughs> Imagine if there was just one sentence and it said that. It said just just. Kid gets ran over at the end. Credits. And instead of <laughs> instead of Shia LaBeouf with like the binoculars. That's you Disturbia, know, as, like, you dumbass. In. God damn it! I was like, "What are we talking about?" Anyways, Shia LaBeouf. No, nope, I'm sick with it. I'm thinking even Steven. God, it's <laughs> whatever else. He's... What's what's Disturbia? A Rihanna song? Disturbia is the Shia LaBeouf. 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 He yeah, he spies on his. He's peeping Tom with an ankle bracelet. But um, Suburbia. Is about punks just living day by day, and I don't know, being punks, being really shitty, Good, like a family. I'm glad because I don't remember Shia LaBeouf's movie being anything like that. <laughs> There's no punk. Nothing's cool in that movie. It, I mean, who it's was a, in that movie? It's a good movie. Eagle was but... that Shia too? <laughs> yeah, I think he had the A guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had, the A guy. The, the A guy. Um, 
But Suburbia, yeah, that was by like Patty Jenkins or something. The the lady that did Wayne's World. Patty Jenkins sounds like no wait, the Patty Jenkins end of Scooby Doo. <laughs> it was it was Patty Jenkins in the costume. It's not Patty Jenkins. I think that's the lady Jenkins. that did like Wonder Woman. Anyway, oh my god, I was so bummed when you told me about the Charlie Brown voice actor, man. Oh yeah, that's wild. Rest in peace, original Charlie Brown. Bald bitch. Wow. <laughs> wow. Talk about ruining a, an R.I.P. Damn. I texted that to someone and someone, they, they replied, it must have been a peanut allergy. Wow. God damn wow. it. Just it got me for like the rest of my day. <laughs> Just ruined uh, let's all right. Let, let's focus on that. So Russo finally gets the story off the ground. He gave it to Dan o, o, O'Bannon, who somehow figured out. Check out this cast: Clue Gallagher as Bert, who is one of the worst hero leaders ever. Right? He's concerned about his business. Totally mishandled situation. James Karen plays Frank, who stole the show. The that man over actor. Jesus Christ! Relax. Oh, overacting. Do you not like Jim Carrey? Talk about an overactor. Overactor. That's one of the one best of the, best outtakes. As one of the bloopers on Liar Liar. Someone shouts that to him at at the end in the courtroom scene, and he just oh, that, falls. Apart. I miss bloopers. They don't do that shit anymore. James Karen stole the show. Don't believe me. Kingsakill.com. We're gonna have the movie on the website. If you haven't seen this, this is a must. Shameless plug. Don't care. Don Caffa, who played Ernie. Big Ern. Oh. So, one thing, a little weird that the, some of the main characters are called Bert and Ernie. Coincidence? I don't know. They're the know. best friends in this. Uh, a lot of stuff was cut out about Ernie. Ernie plays the mortician. Um, the owner, right? No, no, Don Kappa plays Ernie the Mortician. The owner is oh, the Bert. Bert mo- like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ernie. Bert Ernie. Yeah, he was but they're friends. Right? He was they're friends. So they edited out a lot of stuff because apparently the story goes in the original script that he is an ex Nazi on the run, which Makes explains sense. the memory on the wall. What? <laughs> what about that guy screams Nazi? So he has a German pistol. There's some weird memory on the wall. Apparently, that. Adds a whole new weird dimension that was way too serious for this movie. Uh, James Cameron, who played Frank, tag teamed with Tom Matthews, who played Freddy. Tom Matthews, Tommy from Friday the 13th in the house. I didn't even put that together. Holy shit. Dude, yeah, that's Tommy. Whoa. Wait. Oh, grown up Tommy. No, kid Tommy, you fucking asshole. Yes. What's the kid Tommy? Tommy? Fucking Corey Feldman? Yes, it's Corey Feldman. Okay, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Corey Feldman, the guy so that's he's like completely responsible. Yeah. Corey Feldman, who, if you remember from our Christmas special, is 100% responsible for <laughs> the gremlins murdering the entire town. What an asshole. <laughs> Let's see. Who else? We have Beverly Randolph plays Tina. That's Freddie's girl. Oh, we got Joanna, man. <laughs> he's in this. That surprised me. I totally, I never uh, put Miguel, that together. Are you talking about Miguel A. Nunez Jr.? Yeah. Sure. I I don't know his actual name. Anyways. I just know him as Joanna Man. He looks like he 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 looks like 
he's like related to Rick James. He belongs in an eighties music oh, video. He looks like Dave Chappelle's Prince yes, and Rick James, but worse. Like he's Dave parodying Chappelle. a parody. Being Rick James. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh we have John Philbin who plays Chuck, Jewel Shepard who plays Casey, Brian Peck who plays Scuzz. Uh Brian Peck was, I think, one of the only repeat performers in all three of the Living Dead series. We have Linnea Quigley who plays Trash. My God. Suits the name. <laughs> wow. So cruel. I thought I loved her performance piece. I thought it was a work of art. Wait, is that the naked lady? That's yes, that's the naked lady. Trash, yeah, okay, yeah. No, she was cool. Joanna Man's <laughs> just like cheering her on. Dude. That's my friend on a grave dancing naked. Yeah, Joanna Man. Linnea Quigley, absolutely stunning. Can't believe she no, had she the balls it. to get up there completely stripped. So when she was do- they were filming like that whole scene, movie. <laughs> it's a whole naked dance scene in the graveyard, and she for some reason is naked the rest of the movie. The just totally grindhouse. Total drive in. In your face. Long live Joe Bob. This is this is total drive-in, right? So looks absolutely stunning. Super fun. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't need to be there, but I don't give a shit. This is the 80s horror. Let's go nuts. The producers were there when she was doing the scene. This is produced by uh, Cinema 84 and Fox Films. They had execs on set. That graveyard to set, by the way. That's a pretty good-looking set, surprisingly. Actually, yeah. All the, the sets. Whole, the whole movie. The whole Really movie. convincing. So she's doing the dance scene. She's dancing naked in the graveyard. Why? No idea. This is after she goes You're this punk. Long what else are you going to do? I would do the fucking same. No. <laughs> You're punk. What else are you going to do? The execs are there. She's I skateboarded naked because we were bored. Remember that when we, I drank too much whiskey? I wasn't completely naked. I think it was the whiskey, not the I mean, board. If you have a lot of SoCo, what are you going to do? Skateboard? Okay. SoCo was the worst goddamn whiskey of all. I, I can't believe fully naked, but. That's shit. Let's, uh, let's give it up to. Uh... Me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to give you a laugh track. Shit, I feel like a dick. Steven's naked. Everyone laughs. I'm sorry. Hell yeah. No, we're keeping it. Fuck it. And they're still going. The laugh track for 18 minutes. No, She's dude. dancing. Execs are there, and they say, punks hey, punks. what the hell? We can't show pubes. We're going to get an R. Weird the got an R anyways. Get her out of here. So she shaves and comes back, and she's like, am I ready? He's like, no. Dude, that's not what I meant. Shaves. Jesus. Barbie <laughs> so doll. Then, so then the costume department made her a vagina cod piece. So what you're seeing isn't real. They made her a plastic Barbie doll, basically. Yeah, there's like nothing. It's just like a smooth criminal. It's... <laughs> oh, man. Let's give it up to the visual effects. and uh, Let's give it up to... The melting of that fucking skeleton's face. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Fantasy to film effects. We got John Hunick, Leslie Hunt, uh, Huntley... Uh, Michael Joyce, Paul Kastler. We've got special makeup effects by Alan A. Apone. The punk, the punk makeup artist. So they were going to originally hire, you talk about punk kids, that punk crew, which is, we have like, like there's like a 20-person cast of main. Yeah, and they all like act like punks, but then you got like some that are dressed for Sunday school, and then one it's really that's weird. in Talking Heads it looks like because his 
overcoat yes. and fucking it's all Rick 80s. Astley hair. It's super 80s. I love it. But they were going to try to hire real punk kids. But when they got punk kids to show up, they weren't dressed punk enough. So they just found the people they liked oh, acting best. They dressed like and Clash. Said, and said, we are going to ruin your hair. Is that okay? They're like, yeah, go for it. Let's do this movie. Uh, special makeup effects, Alan A. Pone, Punk makeup artistry alone, Yvette Bliss, uh, backup by Craig Caton and Tony Gardner. The special Tony. effects, Bob McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, and Adam Jones. Holy shit. The McCarthys. They, Slade. The McCarthys, man. That some of the really some good. Of raised practical effects. I mean, Tar Man. The Tar Man. The first talking zombie. Yeah. It's amazing. It's in this random ass movie. Speaking of, I love how they flip the script from day one. So the first zombie we see, he looks like that yellow dude from Sin City. Uh, Sin City. Yes, looks just like that guy. Yeah. Runs out. The Yellow Bastard. I think that's his name. The, the Yellow Bastard. That's yeah. right. He runs out, gets off. Classic, right? Bang to the head. Zombie dead. Not in Return of the Living Dead. They can't be killed. It's unreal. <laughs> I like, it's very unreal. So I liked how the this... opening shot, too. Like when the, the dork was like fucking first day on the job. And his punk friends were like... Oh, oh yeah. man, Freddy's got a job. He's working for the fucking man or whatever they say. And uh, everything, it's just like a one shot. Like it's shot actually good. It's, yeah. like, it's like one shot scene for like five minutes. I'm like, it's, I don't remember this movie actually being taken that serious. But then the it just goes off the fucking rails. The cinematography was actually really well done, especially with how wild this movie is. Yeah. So, But yeah, the yellow bastard. The yeah. yellow bastard comes running out. They 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 beat him in the head with like a pickaxe, and he's totally fine. They then cut his head off. He's still totally fine. These zombies are indestructible. And you were talking about the opening segment. This hat dogs. One, what the fuck? This oh man, this might be one of my favorite opening pre-title card segments in horror history. Yeah. This was great. You got to know the characters. It was upbeat. It was funny. They tell you right at the beginning. This is totally real. Everything yeah. here really happened. I love that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because every warning now has has this placard saying, names and descriptions, if they're similar, it's not true, it's all fair. This one says, by this one says blah, blah, blah. fuck you, everything is real, it's a documentary, and it yeah. goes nuts. And you could tell this movie wished they had, like, from who the bell tolls as the intro, because you can hear the, the oh, bell, yeah. the bell chiming right at the beginning. And then just oh, yeah. doesn't even the top the thing. Maybe they could have used it. One no, they could. One thing this was eighty five. No, they could have used it. Ride the Lightning was eighty four. This is eighty. It was out. Okay. Yeah, it was out. They could have totally used it. Thanks, Zombieland. Uh, I got to give props to the main title by Francis Haynes. It's actually called the Trioxin theme, which, if you remember, two four five Trioxin is the evil government gas that fucks everything up and zombifies everything. It's called oh, Trioxin okay. 245. 245 Trioxin, it gets longer and more scientific. I'm not There's sure. There's a lot of words on that tank. Is is actually the main ingredient to Agent Orange. To Agent what? Orange. There's a band. I don't know what Agent Orange is. 
Vietnam, t- horribly deadly chemical. Oh, is it like napalm? It's. I think it's. I it was actually originally is like an like a a an, like a pesticide or a plant like killer chemical? or something. But except, yeah, but except it uh, like burned and killed. Oh, that's right. Why do I not know that? People. Agent Orange. Duh. It was. Were, I think I'm you have the, the fucking jungle. band. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that Tony Hawk. It was in Tony Hawk. All right. Dude, Tony Hawk had like the best soundtracks. The best Tony soundtracks. Hawk, Tony Hawk and Need for Speed, best soundtracks. Oh yeah, Burnout had some good ones, but Tony Hawk Two was like the shit. That was the best one of the best. Tony Hawk's one of those games that you can just play for like six hours when you're a kid and just not even care. You beat it in like two, but then you're still playing it. You're still replaying it. <laughs> I gotta get that sick to- score. I gotta get skate. Meanwhile, your skateboard's just against the wall, and there's a park, like, five feet away. Yeah, and you're, like, grinding a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping rooftop. Jumping off people's heads and fucking, yeah, dude. That game rules. You would be a great idea for, like, a kid's birthday party is just put pinata skates. Put pinata skates all over a skate park, and you gotta ram into them. That's actually smart. I'm gonna do that to, like, someone's kid. Don't worry, folks. The Kings of Kill are going to do that to your kid. <laughs> We're going to throw a party for what of your – book us for your next kid's birthday party. Kingsofkill.com. We're now throwing kids' birthday parties. Brought to you by KOK. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, uh, shit. YouTube sponsorships, wherever you're at. Uh, <laughs> we're waiting. Uh, oh, uh, this movie was released August 16th, 85. It was filmed in Louisville, Kentucky. It had a budget of $4 million. What? And it went on to gross only $14 million, which makes it a success. But this movie needs some love. This thing is wild. It's a ton of fun. It's funny. It's fast. I The, the part about the movie is when it ended. It just ends. So fast. I wanted so yeah, much. It just more. happens, huh? Also, the ending makes it so much worse. If we're following the the rules of the movie, the government steps in at the end, ruins everything, makes it so <laughs> yeah. much worse. Yeah. Just makes it happen again. I love this movie. It's I mean, I, so I guess fun. it's kinda like Night of the Living Dead. The locals come in and kill some zombies, but nothing like you don't know what happens at the end. I don't remember what I, I know it you don't know what's gonna happen at the end, but I in the beginning, what caused it? Was it also a government accident? I, I think they said there was like a government accident in that one too. I think so. In those Romero like, brothers. Oh. <laughs> they get their shit. Um Yeah, it's an accident for sure. I I can't say enough good things about this movie. This is everything that I think this show's about. I don't know it's, why I don't watch this enough. Like this, I, I, when I watched it, I was like, now, "Have I even seen?" Like I've seen it obviously, but it felt like the first time, and I was so hyped. Psyched. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I probably saw it on TV, so it was probably heavily edited. Oh, so you don't just see shit. This was probably like thirty-five minutes on TV. It's an hour probably. thirty-one running time. It feels like twenty minutes. It goes by in a flash, really quick. Yeah. You're gonna laugh. It's completely ridiculous. It's got a on good purpose. soundtrack too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Some punk shit in there. It's got and bangers. It's not the clash. It's, wow. It is Thank a little you. lazy because like 
intro and the outro with the credits are just repeating cool stuff that happened in the movie, but I don't care. Yeah. I love it. I'll watch those those special effects over and over and over. This is like the Mortuary Guy is definitely my favorite. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It looks like Paul Giamatti had a fucking horrible day. <laughs> it's exactly like that. He, he looks like if, yeah. If you could put them both up on screen real quick or wait a second. Not Paul Giamatti. I'm thinking one of the Reservoir Dogs. What's his name? Fucking the Wolf, the Pulp Fiction guy that plays the Wolf, Harvey Keitel. I don't think that's his name. No, no, no. We're gonna find out real quick. Bear with me. Reservoir Dogs is such a good movie. Was that Quentin Tarantino's first? No, nah, he did. Um, that's his first like main big. His first dick blockbuster, film. right? Yeah, but he did like some birthday thing before that. But it wasn't no, not big. Harvey Keitel at all. Hold on, what? Steve Buscemi? No, he looks like Steve Buscemi. No, he fucking doesn't. Yes, he does. Nah, he's Paul Giamatti. Yes, he all right, you put Paul, Paul Giamatti at an Offspring then, show. Then put. At the Offspring show, okay, because he, he has bleached hair for some reason. Did you know the Offspring like slows down and does long piano jams of their like hype songs? That's not right. <laughs> You're like disappointed. That's not right. It's like turning Z Rock on ever. Hey, nineties oh. at noon. It's been nineties all day. What are we talking about? <laughs> I love this movie. This is bread and butter at Kings of Kill. This is like. These these kind of reviews are what made this yeah, show. Th- this is one of those fucking movies. This... Okay. If you've been listening since since the beginning, thank you. All of our episodes are on the website, Kingsguild.com. Thank you. You survived. Spotify's <laughs> got all of them. I know we gave you some some rough ones here and there, but we appreciate you hanging out. Uh, no matter how you watch, Spotify, YouTube, uh, our website, wherever you find us, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate it. We love your requests. Return of the Living Dead. God damn, this is a good movie. I can't... What do you rate this? Steven rates every single movie on the fly. So far, has not repeated a single rating. <laughs> I'm going to rate this... <coughs> they dealt with a lot of acid rain there, so... I'm going to rate it yeah. four acid rain titties out of five with a side of Paul Giamatti. So... You're just taking the W on that one. You're just, <laughs> yeah. you just I win that. In reference. my head, that's good. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's a four out of five easily. Probably more. Yeah, actually, shit. Let's let's bump it to four and a half. Up. Four and a half out of five. Four and a half. Yeah, is this the first upgrade live? That is the first upgrade, actually. You're living dead. It's so it. so fun. You want to something really creepy about this? No. Well, <laughs> they didn't have a lot of money for the special effects. They did some great. How special they look better than fucking trimmers or like they were waiting. They were waiting. The special effects of worms and sand. Yeah, <laughs> that's your comparison. Yeah. There was more special effects and trimmers to get Reba's hair to stand up at attention for like twenty. Reba's hours. hair was at least five hundred thousand dollars. Reba is fire. You ever go deep tracks, country music, 90s Reba? Fire fucking crotch, yeah. Wow. You ever watch the TV show? 
You just called Reed McIntyre Fire Crocs. <laughs> I was hoping we skipped over that. <laughs> We're recording the whole fucking thing. In um, post, he's going to crumple up a piece of paper next to the microphone. Yeah, no, I'm just going to beep out a lot of that. No, I never watched her show. No. What? Oh, my God. Me. You roll your eyes at me. <laughs> you disappointed me. I, I didn't that. either. You're giving me shit. It was always on. It was like after. It was before something I wanted to watch, probably. So I caught the end of it. So I didn't get the whole story. Like, so I was like disappointed. I feel like it's yet of another of the thirty wholesome family comedies on TV. They're all. Oh yeah, it's CBS as hell. Up. It's one of those shows. CBS as hell. Yeah. I like how w- what used to be. TGIF awesomeness is now TBS and TNT just throwing shit at the screen and hoping yeah, for the best. Yeah, it's like, oh, here's Bob Hart's Abishola. Here's Young Sheldon. Who gives a fuck about Don't Young Sheldon? Young fucking Sheldon right there. I won't censor <laughs> anything you say. I will blink the fuck out of you every time you say Sheldon. Oh, man. I I love this movie. I can't say enough. Check it on the website, kingskill.com. Yeah, it's, do it. Th- I'm, this is adding. This is now my, my Halloween rotation, guaranteed. Must. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that, but you know, I can't I, believe I it wasn't. Yeah, I'm like ashamed that it wasn't. It's pretty weird, but yeah, no, it's totally up there. It's so good. It's so good. Um, it's not an Orton. actual sequel, right? No, it's not. In fact, in the beginning, I love how not only does he get that placard little title saying, "Oh, these things actually happen," but it also does this thing where the guy that plays Frank, to me, totally stole the show. He he's telling. The kid, his first day on the job, that Night of the Living Dead is a true story. Oh, yeah, that's right. And sets all this stuff up. And then when they break the zombie rules, the classic Romero zombie rules, which I kind of I, I don't mind. I like the zombies running. I like them talking. I like them being aggressive. I like fast zombies. You like fast zombies. Okay. That was like one of my questions. Zombies. I was going to well, ask that. What, love... kind of, what kind of version when, of zombies? When the mood's right. And you oh, get when the mood's slow... right. You want that slow one, huh? Um, mood's right. When you get that slow, <laughs> creeping zombie action, it can be really creepy in a feel. But ever since I saw Dawn of the Dead, where you're getting zombies running after cars gung-ho. That they remake go fast, was fast really slow. It's one of the few remakes that I absolutely love. We got it's the Dawn best the Zack Snyder's ever done in his whole fucking career. It's probably the best. Yeah, it's I watched three hundred last night and was like, I can't believe I liked this. I liked it so much when it came out because I didn't. I didn't really know. I knew who Zack Snyder was, but I was like, oh man, CGI is hella good. And now I watched it last night. I don't know why I'm pointing at my fucking screen like it's on, but when I watched it last night, I was like, like aggressively open handed. I actually hated watching it last night it's i hate the cgi stuff but i love the way the story's told but then again he's just literally robbing frank miller's storytelling yeah they screwed that whole thing up i think Dwight butler did a great leonidas yeah everybody in that shit there's a lot in that cast um and it, it, i mean it is a good movie i just i loved how it looked back then but it's, now that i'm used to Zack snyder it, i'm like fuck it's this. It Dude, took away everything. I was like, the real, there's I was thinking zero about Justice League, and I got a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, man, fuck this. But um, luckily, luckily Punch, we got a new Batman. We got a new Batman. Uh, same formula. Luckily, we got a new Batman coming out soon. It looks epic. Three hours. It looks 
five. I can't wait. Give me 16 hours. I'll camp in the theater. No, this one looks... They all look good. Heavy. They all look like looks they're going to be heavy. good. I can't... Looks gritty. Batman, man. I don't know. Speaking... You know what? Before the horror news, I asked this question to uh, our buddy. If... Okay, so one survives, the other one, the movie's never existed. Kevin Costner or Michael Keaton? We gotta be a dick. What this right? is like? It's this is so, like a very kill it question. Was, it was really hard. He answered immediately, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna answer wrong. But, it, but it's, I it's, need it's, it to happen. I think it's a better question for you because Keaton's I, Batman. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm gonna be selfish. I don't give a shit. I have to say Keaton lives because I need white noise. I need that Batman. I need <laughs> no. We reviewed White Noise also on the website. I can't believe how that movie fell apart. I can't. I had such a better memory of it in my head. I did too. I thought it was super cool when it was <laughs> when I was younger. I thought it was no. scary and dope, and it turns out it's a piece of shit. <laughs> no. I, I, I went Costner. Dance that's with probably, Wolves, Wyatt Earth. I know that's the right answer. I know that's the right answer. Okay, Waterworld was a shit show. It's like one of the biggest flops in movie history. Fucking no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a bomb. I like it, Horrible though. credits. I like it, though. It's an amazing movie. It's so fun. What do you think? What do you think? Okay. But King I Man. Think, I think Waterworld is soon going to be due for a remake. I just hope they, they don't already CGI it. I just hope they don't CGI it. I need it to be practical. Oh, it's going to be an animated actually. kid show Netflix calling it now. <laughs> just saying. Animated tit show No, Netflix. kids show, not tit oh. show. <laughs> kids show. That would be wild. <laughs> um... I actually don't mind adult animation. That sounds bad. Retract that. R-rated animation. Like, like, I like Adult like, Swim? Yeah, I like a good stuff. animated tale. Like I, I love to draw. I love to cartoon. I love it when you have really good artists stepping bravely away from the CGI standard and going back to hand-drawn animation. I love it. Those Justice League movies are amazing. DC comes out with bangers all the time. They're they so good. The new one, Injustice, I liked it. Critics painted it. Fuck I've seen that one yet, but it looks good. I I love it's DC pretty good. stuff. It's pretty they put out good. really with like heavy comic artists too, just looking phenomenal. Why don't they just pull a fucking Phantom Mask like Batman did or a Sub Zero, put it in theaters instead of just Justice League? Here it is. Hope I some think, people watch it. I think DC would probably make a lot more money if instead of direct to digital, they put that stuff in theaters. Cause yeah. I think there's a no, big let's audience. Make Wonder there. Woman too. Cause that was great. Fuck that. If it was animated would have been better. Fucking um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> two. The first one was great. It was I, fantastic. I like, I like the character. The first one was actually really well done. It's super. Ending, good, a, yeah. ending a little screwy. This, the sequel, <laughs> yeah. That villain fight. Yikes. The sequel, the sequel, the whole sequel. The whole thing. Was as bad as the villain fight. The whole thing. The whole, dude. It didn't it make any sense. No sense. How did that script get greenlit? <sighs> Patty Jenkins. 
Patty Jenkins. That's the person that directed. Figured out the who done it. Yeah. Patty Janky Jenkins, that rascal. The jankster. The jankster. That sounds like an SNL. Uh, that sounds like not an SNL. I can't believe she's make. She's janking off to <laughs> fucking Wonder Woman three now. Please don't say she's janking off to anything. <laughs> the jankster sounds like a villain from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, oh, for sure, he haunts the high schools for sure. He, he died in English class. He died in English. He was throwing the pencils up, and it got stuck to the roof. And he looked up, and it slammed right in his face. That's the heaviest pencil of all time. Hey. That, it was that it's like somehow twenty stories. And then the whole class is just trying to get it up there. Substitute teacher didn't care. Anyways, <laughs> wrote a whole gonna, episode for you, Nickelodeon. Your move. Are you going to say this is a tale of the Midnight Society and <laughs> yep. throw that magical sand in there? Um, speaking of Nickelodeon, I was watching the Niner game last weekend, and Nickelodeon was covering it, and they had like Gak and Ooze, and so what is fun. Happening? That was so when fun. They... <laughs> I love. When it. did that start? I when ran out of my start? room and was like, because people were watching in the living room, I'm watching it in my room because I was playing Xbox, and I was like, you guys need to quit this broadcast, go to Nickelodeon right now. <laughs> And they're all thinking, what's wrong with you? I'm not going to watch Spongebob right now. And you're like, no! Tune into Spongebob right now. Right fucking now. Life lessons uh, are being had. Um, dude. But no, it's, I'm not it's sure, so fun. I'm not sure how this is going to age, but uh, by the time this broadcast comes out, but wow. It is a hell of a year to be an NFL fan. This postseason is nuts! I'm going to have a heart attack. The playoffs are <laughs> insane. By the time this comes out, oh. The Super Bowl will be good to go, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited. It's a hell of a year. I don't know who's going to go. Crazy games. I'm picking. I bet it's going to be Rams fucking Chiefs. But that's not the way I want it to go. Fuck you. I hope you're wrong. I want Bengals and Niners because it's going to be the lowest viewed Super Bowl and it's going to be funny as hell. Give a shit. (laughs) All right. Whore news. Oh, whore news. Yeah. <laughs> Went off on a fucking... We should rename this, the show just the cock tangent. Dude, <laughs> cock, cock tease. Um, oh. So this one you might really like. Um, so the Mortal Kombat sequel got announced. Is it the same crew? Is it the same? Well, the guy that wrote the Exorcist TV show is doing it. And the, moon, the guy who, me neither, who wrote the Exorcist TV show and the Moonlight, Moon Knight new TV show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah, he's, he's they're writing the sequel. So there is a Mortal Kombat 2. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be terrible. We're probably going to have a cockfight because you probably say Annihilation is going to be better. But, um... Wow. If wow. If it's if Annihilation is better, I will burn the theater down. That is atrocious. <laughs> so fucking bad. Um That's yeah. another CGI dumpster fire. Like all these all CGI extra Dude, blowed up movies. So bad. All Annihilation. Annihilation. They they change Raiden and cut his hair. Oh my god. They gave Jax these like plastic shiny arms that just like How do you just kill out? Johnny Cage right off the bat? Like you don't even have opening credits yet. <laughs> it's just 
That's right. Main actor dead. And he was doing a shadow kick finally. And it's still, what happened? I don't know. I think they just tried, they used all their money on costumes. Not the actors to play, to fit in them. The costumes. Because there were so many characters in there. It was like the whole thing of Ultimate World Combat 3. Whole selection scene. Yeah, they looked clean. But then look at the remake of Mortal Kombat, where... Amazing. All you get is this huge... Every trailer... You must have been drinking a bunch of White Claws when you saw that, you son of a bitch. Because all you get most is this likely. trailer. Most likely. <laughs> most likely. You're in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> they probably <laughs> sell them there. Guy. They sell beer um, there, so... I always forget to get a beer, and I sit there, and I'm like, God damn it. I need to go get a beer. <laughs> it's nice. The... The whole campaign for that Mortal Kombat movie was Sub-Zero vs. Scorpion. We get that for like five minutes. That's it. Come on. And it was a good five minutes. Speaking, yeah, that's the only good part of the five minute of the two-hour movie. Wrong. What Where's was good? Well, <laughs> what was good? Uh, there was actually, uh, speaking of animated movies, there was a Mortal Kombat movie about Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And it was really, it was actually about Scorpion's Revenge. I'm telling you. It was you, really good. Fucking animated movies. So good. <laughs> HBO like Max it. has a shitload on there. And I'm just, oh, it's so through. good. It's so good. HBO Max has been on fire ever since they, ever since they started releasing movies, like in your home, because that's where they are, a home box office. Where have yeah, you been? Malignant HBO? was great. Wait a minute. What was, wait, hold on, I missed that. What, one more time? Did I say malignant? You cannot say malignant. Stop it with the malignant. What the hell was that? I don't know, dude. That movie sucks. The movie's... It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. It is what it is. And it's coming back, so tune in and watch that, I guess. Oh, my... It is. Uh, we're getting another malignant? No. I mean, they're putting it back on the platform because when they release it, they do it for like 30 days and then they take it off until it comes out on DVD or some shit like resurrections is going to leave HBO max soon boy. And then it's going to come back later. Oh no, not the new matrix fiasco. Hope that doesn't go away. (laughs) Jesus. That was, I'd rather watch hot garbage burn in my living room than watch three times. And those naps were amazing. (laughs) The matrix don't nap. The original Matrix is one of my favorite movies. Uh, you can say what you will. I don't care. I love it. It's fantastic. It blew me away when I first saw it. It's still rewatchable. It's so much fun. It's Damn. like if Z-Rock had a rave. Oh, it was just... Why? I would rather watch... I would rather be trapped in a theater and watch a Snyder marathon than have to watch Resurrections again. Oh, fuck that. No. I would watch Resurrections. It's over faster. (laughs) (laughs) Snyder Marathon, you're talking about like two weeks of three films. You're like, you're (laughs) ripping open your white claw trying to fasten the blade out of it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Um, What's next week? Next week, we are not taking a request. Why? Because it's my birthday, you bastard. Oh, yeah. And we don't take requests on our birthdays. It is up to us. 
Well, what do you want? I don't know, but I think I do. Oh, have you not decided yet? <laughs> not enough people. Like when you chose your birthday last year, and you're like, I'm not sure. How about one of the biggest blockbusters <laughs> of all time? Let's go. No Wing pressure. Just uh, I just saw this right before the show. I love this movie. I never rewatch for some reason. Not enough people talk about this movie. It's one of my favorites. Tom and Hawk. Good movie. JTT, man. You almost made it a whole show. You almost made it a whole show. Yeah, I almost did make a whole episode of not. That wouldn't hurt you. That that you you're never hurt by that. That would actually hurt you. Damn it. I'd be womping. Is that Don't give me another thing? womp for that. <laughs> Could you feel it? Yeah. Could you feel it? I felt that one. Next week. American Psycho. Ooh. Good one. One of my faves. One of my faves. And it never gets enough attention in my lineup. I never go back to it. But I love that movie. Dude, that movie's wild. It's I'm awesome. ready. I can't wait. That's fun. I can't wait to get it, especially about theories into that movie. Oh, boy. There's, the There's so I'm many excited. fucking theories. More than oh, man. Neil deGrasse Tyson coming up with fucking star theories. There's so much shit. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm just ready. You know what? I'm ready. Speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? He hangs out with, like, other scientists, including Bill Nye sometimes. And I know Neil deGrasse Tyson likes to drink wine. Imagine them getting wasted, theorizing the universe. Imagine trying to keep up with that conversation. It's like us trying to do horror movies when we're really drunk. But we end up just talking about random other things as it shows. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Raise that claw. Raise that claw. Why is that not their slogan? Raise that claw. Make like a scary cat nose at the end. <laughs> Fuck. That's if the Bengals win, they're going to be sponsored by White Claw, and that's going to be their new phrase. Oh man, I'm excited! I can't wait till next week. Yeah, it's a Bateman. Come join. Bale, Christian Bale. Yeah, but isn't his name Patrick Bateman? Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about the actor. And Jason I'm like, Bateman. Do you remember this movie? Jason Bateman in American Psycho, starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Can't believe that. Disturbing. Uh, such a jackass. That's a fun guys, movie. Thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure to head on over to kingsofkill.com. Join us next week for my birthday episode. We'll celebrate together. My name is Zach. I'm Steven. And together we are <laughs> the Kings. The King God, just once. Give it to me. I was already laughing. That's your fault for not going. <laughs> I can't believe this is always this fucking ends like this every time. <laughs> Overacting. <laughs> Overacting. <laughs>